our teaching and then prayer time continues, we'll have two more of those. Our second teaching will still teach us that we need to press in to know the Lord more, press in to touch the Lord more. What is our verse? Our verse is Deuteronomy 33 verse 16, and it's just a part of a verse here. The favor of him who dwells in the bush. The favor of him who dwells in the bush. What are we talking about with this verse? Well, it's Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 33 who was praying a prayer of blessing. And he was blessing all the 12 tribes of Israel. And when he got to the tribe of Joseph, he prayed for him that he would have the favor of him who dwells in the bush. You see, in the first verse of chapter 33, it says, this is the blessing with which Moses, the man of God, blessed the people of Israel before his death. Okay, it's question time. Who can tell me how old was Moses when he died? 120. Who wants to live to be 120 years old? <laughs> he was 120. You know what I really like? There is a verse that says, Moses said, I am now 120 years old and I can no longer lead you. Why do I love that verse? You know what that verse tells me? It tells me when he was 119 years old, he was perfectly capable of leading them. He said, I'm now 120. I can no longer lead you. Oh my, you know, Kanina Lang, we're talking in the choir. We have 80 years old, 82 years old, still serving, still singing for the Lord. Amen. May they continue until 119 years old. Amen. But you know, there really are some Go Group leaders who will say, I'm 48 years old now. I'm old. I think I need to stop. And I'll give the young, no, 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 no. Moses said, I'm 120 and I can no longer be a leader. Wow. Are you challenged? <laughs> Until you're 119, you can faithfully serve the Lord. Okay. Here's the next question. How old was Moses when God appeared to him in a burning bush? How old was Moses when God appeared? I feel like you should quickly put your answer on the screen. I feel like it's, you know, one of those uh, Zoom games or something. How old was Moses? 80 years old. How old was he when he died? 120, and when he was 120, that's the time he prayed, and he prayed over, he blessed all the tribes of Israel, and he prayed over the tribe of Joseph. May you be blessed by the one who dwells in the bush. All right, 120, 80. How many years in between? 40 years, how many decades? Four whole decades had gone by since he had that experience with God. And 40 years later, he was still talking about it. You know, actually, 
if this was today, I have this feeling that there would be a whole denomination that would rise up, the first church of the burning bush. And every church that belonged to that denomination needs to have a bush on top of their roof. And how do you find the go groups of that church? When you go down the street, there's a bush in front of the go group leader's house. No, because you know what? We're not after icons, we're after encounters. Amen? We're after encounters with the Lord. For us, it might not be a burning bush. It's Moses who saw God in a burning bush. You might never in your whole life see God in a burning bush. I haven't. Has anybody here seen God in a burning bush? For you, you might say, wow, our prayer and fasting time, 2022, it was so meaningful to me that when years later you're talking to your grandchildren, you're going to call God the God who dwells among the red tag chairs. <laughs> something like that. It has to be something that is an experience that you have with God that is so meaningful and so powerful that all those years later, how many years later? 40 years later. Can you remember what happened 40 years ago? You might not even have been born 40 years ago. Moses had that kind of encounter with God that was so powerful. God really got Moses' attention that day. And I want that for us, when we're about to have our prayer time here in our prayer and fasting weekend, that you're not just going to stand with your hands half, half position and you're going to just say, yes, Lord, thank you, Lord, amen, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. No, we should be pressing in. Remember, we are the people. We are that one person who deliberately touches Jesus. We're that one person who starts a fire, amen? And we are after an experience, an encounter with God that will change us. Not that we will go out of here the same that we came in, but we will go out of here changed because we came to church and we met with God. Amen? Amen? How many want an encounter like that? All right, if we're going to have that, we need to press in. We need to be the one who deliberately touches our Jesus, our Lord. All right, so let's all stand up. And our musicians will be back. And let's all stand together. What are we going to pray for? How many want to pray that you will have an encounter with God that you will still be talking about 40 years from now? Amen? You know, we're going to pray for that. But we're also going to pray for all of our children, our grandchildren, if you have grandchildren, all of the young people in the church, that every young person, every child of any member of COP is going to meet God face to face, is going to have an encounter that changes them so that 20 years, 30 years, 40 years from now, they're still talking about it, that God came and met with them. Amen? COP, how do we pray? Fervently and with you All right, let us pray. Thank you, Lord, and Jesus, for being here tonight.
Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Doesn't it feel good to pray like that? Yeah. You may be seated as our next illustration gets into place. We are going to be talking about Hosea chapter 6, verse 3. Hosea chapter 6, verse 3 says, Let us know. Everybody say, Let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord. His going out is as sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rains that water the earth. What does this verse look like in our lives as Christians? As we come to church, as we have our devotions, as we meet our go groups, as we pray together, let us know, let us press on to know the Lord. His going out is sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rains that water the earth. All right, let's look at what this verse, this word, press on, looks like. Guys, what does it look like? This word, press on, it looks like to pursue to chase, to make linear motion with considerable effort and focus. To make motion with considerable effort and focus. So when we pray, when we come to church, we are after a relationship with the Lord, amen? And we will not allow the circumstances of life to hold us back because we are pressing on. We're pressing on. You know, for example, if a young guy sees a nice girl and he says, hmm, I even see her praying before her, her meals. I know she knows the Lord. I would like to know her. I'm going to just walk over there, and I'm going to see her, and I'm going to say hi. But the circumstances of life are pulling and pulling and trying to keep him from forming that relationship. But he presses on and he presses on and he presses on because he so wants to know who is this beautiful angel? I want to know her. And he presses on and he presses on and you know, he finally realizes, for one thing, I need to remove the weights that are holding me back because I need to know her. This is what it looks like when we press on to know the Lord because circumstances sometimes rise against us. Oh, we have experienced that over the past two years, haven't we? We want to know God. We want to be in his house. We want to build a relationship with him. But I locked down none of mine. We can't go to church. Oh, it's like this. Transportation is like this. My condo building was quarantined. Everything conspires against us sometimes. But we press on. We watch the online services when we're locked down. Oy. Boy, <laughs> and somehow we make a way 
and we don't let circumstances hold us back any further. <laughs> Uh-oh, circumstances, you just lost. <laughs> you just lost. We press on until that point when we can build our relationship with, not with angel, but with the Lord. Oh, that is so beautiful. And do you know what some people do? Do you know what some people are doing these days? How many of you have ever heard of Fortress 91? Have you been there? Oh, especially during lockdown, wasn't it a blessing? Such a blessing. Do you know what happens sometimes nowadays? The pastora is holding Fortress 91 and saying to the member, oh, you know, the restrictions are loosening up now. Why don't you go to the service in the main auditorium? I know, pastora, you know, here I can get my communion and I can be out in 10 minutes. And I like that short service. Is that pressing on to know the Lord? No, that is the wrong way of thinking. If we can be in God's house, we should be in God's house, amen? If we are in God's house, we don't take it for granted because our time here in the services, it's so, what's the word, bitin? It's so bitin, like we want more, we want more time. Our time is just so short, it's not enough. And when we are here, we need to take advantage of every moment. If it's prayer time, we pray fervently and with joy. If it's worship time, we very yada, amen. If it's sermon time, we're taking notes and we're asking the Holy Spirit to touch our own hearts with these things. And everybody said, amen. But you know, that's not the end of this verse because it also says that the Lord's going out, that means the Lord's appearance is as sure as the dawn. It's as sure as the dawn. When you woke up this morning, did the sun come up? Did the sun come up? Yeah, it's as sure as the dawn. Every new day has a new dawn. Every new day has new mercies. Every new day has new blessings. But it says God's appearing, God's appearing, his going out. When we are willing to press on, to know, to build our relationship with him, God's appearing to us is as sure as the dawn. You want God to appear to you, to speak to you, amen? Then what do you need to do? Press on to know him. And not only is his appearing sure as the dawn, but it says also, as the spring rains that water the earth. As the spring rains that water the earth. You know, have you ever seen a meadow that's just covered with beautiful rain falling on it? Doesn't that look refreshing? Actually, it looks wet. If you go walking there, you're going to be a little wet. But you know what? God is showering blessings upon his children. And in that case, you want to be wet. <laughs> Some Christians go out among the blessings of God and put up their umbrella. 
and say, oh, I don't want to get wet with the, I don't want to get wet. I don't want, you know, it might look a little too emotional. It might look, you know, I don't want to pray fervently. Oh, COP, when it comes to God's showers, let's put our bio away in Jesus' name. And let's just walk among the blessings of God and say, I receive, Lord. I receive in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Everybody said amen and amen. So our last prayer time for today, let's all stand up. What are we going to pray for? Finally, after all these prayer times, this is the time you get to pray for blessings for yourself. And how do we pray COP? Fervently and with joy. joy. So this is a two-part thing. First, you press in to know the Lord. You press in on your relationship with God. And second part, you receive all those showers of blessings that God is pouring out right now and no umbrellas allowed. <laughs> you just receive the blessings of God, the showers of God. Amen and amen. All right, let's lift our voices and let's pray fervently and with joy. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we do thank you so much. Lord, we thank you for the promise
Bye. 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 Bye.